0: Good evening and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall. Back with Byron and back with a face who has been unfamiliar this month on the main show. You have seen him on the Sunday preview show, doing lots of fine work there. And you've probably been catching him winning a butt ton of money with all of his NFL bets on Twitter. I mean, Adam, you left us a poor man. You've come back. I mean, I mean are you like George now? Do you have all these fancy friends when you go to NFL games and, you know, yeah. fighting with the celebs? of course i mean w- what made you think that i wouldn't i mean yeah. you got you <laughs> the got the money that's what happens that, the fact that you've taken out the time off of your busy schedule to be with us reprobates makes me feel that maybe that money wasn't it was, wasn't invested in something i don't know like a local football team maybe with cryptocurrency no. or anything, no, no? That's definitely you know not no i mean the, the problem with my local football team is they keep losing that's what i thought an injection of money into crawley fc would be would be just what they needed right now crawley town
1: Town. you know what i did i was talking to my friends the other day about how you looked a lot like ryan reynolds adam and you know what really i mean i will i will take that (laughs) does that make andrew bob Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: More, yeah. more than that, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Well, we've got a to talk about today and uh, Adam is back, Byron joining with us as well. Uh, we've got probably a little bit of fantasy football to talk about as well as we've been joking around about that. But we'll leave a lot of that for the fantasy show later in the week. And thank you for all those who have been watching the Sunday preview show as well. More of them to come throughout the season. Unfortunately, they won't be one this weekend as we are coming to the last NFL London game of this international series, the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Denver Broncos. Are we going to see Russell Wilson? I hope so, because I want to see some sort of game. But then again, if Russell doesn't play, it might still be some sort of game. It might even be worse with him playing at the minute. But very excited to see the Jacksonville Jaguars, especially now James robinson with just Travis Etienne leading the back. I mean, we can talk about we can be talking about some of the trades. One that has just happened just now, pretty much, and um, before we've come on the air, and uh, some of the root ones on the rumor mill. But the latest trade that's just happened: Robert Quinn, defensive end for the Chicago Bears, has been traded to the Philadelphia Eagles um, for fourth-round pick. It looks like at the minute. I'll have a look at more day- details in a minute of that trade. Um, I mean, Adam, you, you know, first back on on the pod. I mean. This trade by the Eagles, they did a massive trade in the offseason, obviously bringing A.J. Brown in during the draft. Trade some players away, like Jalen Reggaard to uh, to Minnesota Vikings, her, are the only unbeaten team left in the NFL. Um, what do these movements that they're doing really show you about this NFL franchise at the minute? That they want to win. <laughs> it's essentially what this is. Um,
2: I, I think it's... Um it's just another piece isn't it they they've worked out that they're, they're in a position where they they're 6 and 0 i know we you know byron was saying earlier that about how before we came on about how he feels that they might start to uh struggle a little bit but you look at their schedule to me i i don't really see it i must say i think they're a, they're a pretty decent side um i said it at the beginning of the season i think they'll do They'll continue to do well. Obviously, they won't go unbeaten, but I think mm. they're a very good side. And, um, yeah, this is just a, an extra piece for, for not really a lot, to be honest. Like If you want to win now, it feels like a fourth round pick isn't really that much. So, you know, they're, they're in a weak NFC conference and, and they've decided to go for it a little bit. I mean, Robert
0: Quinn is... God, I'm just trying to do quick maths on Wikipedia. So I just read, it's not even that hard a maths. He was born in 1990, so what's that? He's 32. He's 32. <laughs> it's not that hard. Of, he is older, of course, but a fourth round pick is is quite cheap. Capital. I've also just read as well. The Bears are pretty much picking up his entire salary, so all they've had to spend is a fourth round pick. And I mean, Byron. I suppose we should move on to you because, like Adam just just said we talked about it sort of before we came on the pod and you said I, I don't i don't really see it um so give give us your opinion on that what are you not seeing about this philadelphia eagles team maybe going all the way
1: no so it, i mean they are a good team you, you know they you can't win six games in a row and not be a good team it it doesn't work like that but you look, you look at last year you know did the arizona cardinals go was it 8 to oh, 0 or was it 7 to oh? 0 Seven and eight, I think. But you you look at the similarities between those teams. You have young mobile quarterbacks in Carla Murray and just (laughs) Jalen Hurts. You know, you have wide receivers that have just been traded to those teams. You have AJ Brown and DeAndre Hopkins, you have studs on that defensive line, you have Chandler Jones, and you have Fletcher Cox, and now well, now you have Robert Quinn. You have a fantastic you. You have fantastic corners. Mm. You have Buda Baker, and you have Darius Slay. The, the Eagles are a good team, but they they have benefited so much from such an easy schedule so far this year. They they haven't really been tested. Um, you know you you, you can't disregard any team that starts six and zero. You you can't. You have to be good to win six games in a row. However, you know I I don't think the hype is as justified as it could be with, with other teams, with, with the schedule they've had. I, I really don't.
0: You make an excellent point. And I, I, this is going to sound bad of me, and this is no offence to definitely one of our f- friends here right now and to my own team and to a lot of teams out there. They really don't have a true test down the field like that later on. I mean, they're playing the Steelers this weekend. I think that's an easy win. I think we're, we're in a bad sitch at the minute. They've got the Texans, the Commanders, the Colts. The Packers, which if the Packers play the way they're playing, I think the Eagles roll them there, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, the Giants twice, the Saints, uh, the Cowboys and the Bears. Cowboys, you could argue, but the, the Cowboys is the 3rd oh. last game. And actually, all right, actually, I, I'm going to – this is for the benefit of another one of our colleagues who isn't, who isn't here this evening. I think the Giants could be tough games. I think that yeah. both of them Giants games could be tough games considering the way they are playing at the minute. But it, this is what a Gareth resident, you know, guy on the pod here, does a lot of stuff for us, um, done his fantastic interviews, which you should all check out on, a, on our YouTube page. And more to come from Gareth definitely in the year. He did say at the start of the year, I think the Eagles could go far because our schedule is really, really easy. And I don't see anyone we are playing, but we're particularly, I'm particularly afraid of. I mean, who have they played so far? I, you, you, You make a good point about who they've played so far, but the Cowboys haven't looked that bad. The Jags have been decent this year. Um, You look at the rosters of like the Vikings. You know the Vikings put seven points up against them. Okay, Eagles only put twenty-four points up against them. But Adam, like, is is this just a sale coasting into the NFC? At this point, maybe not even wildcard. You know they might just get that. They might be the first round, the first the number one team, and get the first round by. The only problem with that is that obviously they're,
2: they're in a division where, and it's incredibly painful to say, but for some <laughs> reason the NFC East have suddenly decided that they want to play football. Um, mm. You know, so one slip up and you're level. You know, that that's where they are at the moment. Mm. So, I, I don't think the Giants are, I, I think the Giants are being efficient and I, I don't think they're necessarily that there's going to end up with games that they might have where they're not going to put enough points up. But the the Cowboys are the other team that if the Eagles were to slip up, that they might be able to take advantage of it. Having said that, I, I don't see where the Eagles... Like I say, it, it's incredibly difficult. I mean, it's very mm. rare that you have an unbeaten season. It's incredibly unlikely, if for no other reason than just that they will rest players towards the last couple of games. But... I I just don't I don't really see where the slip ups come for them. I think mm. that they could quite easily be the number one seed and I to be honest, you look at it and you just sort of think I don't think it'll be much of a problem for them. And then add in players like Robert Quinn is only gonna help. Mm. So I I don't see where it
0: goes wrong, to be honest. My my personal view on this is when that came through, that trade, was an explanation explanation point for the eagles going this if if it's going to be our year this is our year we are going to go for it we're going to go eggs all in basket here we made a big trade for a star wide receiver in the off season we've cut off some of the fat we brought in some people like james bradbury in the off season as well who's performed at a really high level i know a couple of pods back i I gave slaying Bradbury, a bit of flack, maybe, but I didn't think that you heard enough about them and that, that that's maybe why I didn't feel like they were playing that well. But to be honest, since I've said that, I've totally at my own words. They've been really great every game and every game it seems to be, but they're on screen and getting talked about because they have been fantastic. And I never said they were bad players. I just didn't think they had sort of the wow factor, I suppose. You know, uh, Slade going from the Lions, Mint, the Eagles for a while. He's been there a while, but I wouldn't say he's been in the elite conversation. Bradbury was good at the Giants, but it's, been good on a very poor Giants team for a long time. It did lack wow factor, but bringing him from Robert Quinn, I'm not saying Robert Quinn is no Aaron Donald, he's no T.J. Watt, he's no Miles Garrett, but that's what that they don't need that. They just need another little piece that that is in the trenches, so to speak, that can disrupt plays and can progress them even more forward. I I think they're just thinking if we're gonna, if we're going to be on this run, we've got the gears going, the team's got this confidence. Why not? What? It's a fourth round pick. You've got you've got a fourth round pick for Robert Quinn, a proven good defensive edge. Okay, you're not going to have him for three years. I, I reckon he's got what two years maximum before they may be move him or or they could. But they're not picking up any of his wages, so it's not going on there. It's not going on their salary cap either. So I, I think it's risks like this. It's it, 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 at this sort of point where it's starting to you know the trade deadline is getting cut off that really pushes teams over the edge and and like Byron said with the Cardinals we felt that way with the Cardinals at the start of the year when they brought in the veterans we were like well they're doing that it should be young but actually they were doing it because they were going this is our moment we need to get some leaders in the locker room some vets and that pushes over the edge and it nearly did it nearly did but it didn't quite work out I think there was a lot more problems with the Cardinals than maybe we were visually seeing with with, with their downturn at the end of the year but I know, Sirianni on that sideline, giving it large to the other teams. Jalen Hurts playing some swag. AJ Brown looks like he's having the time of his life there, not being the second man in that offense behind Derek Henry like he was in Tennessee. And his defense, I said, there's, there's some good players, but no out and out they're not stood, so to speak. But, you know, when you think of Rams defence, you think of Donald, you think of Ramsey, you think of TJ What you think of Miles Gary. You don't think about all the other pieces they have. You think about their key guys, whereas when you talk about the Eagles, you have to talk about all their individual talents because as a collective, they are sublime at the minute.
1: Yeah, but, but what what I would say with all, all these sort of little additions they've made, like Robert Quinn today, how far does that go? You You're playing in a very and Adam, I'm sure you're, you'll agree, it's a very poor NFC this year. It mm-hmm. really is. For, for me, I don't see them having any sort of difference on the top AFC teams this year, no matter who who they bring in. No, no matter who they bring in. You know, Jalen Hurts, as well as he's playing, he's thrown six touchdown passes this year. You come mm-hmm. up against a, a good defence that can contain the quarterback, he, he's, he's not mm-hmm. an established passer. He's not. He's good at passing the ball, yeah, but he's not an established passer. Uh, I, I think I think they are overhyped. I think they're playing well. Don't, don't get me wrong, they are playing well, but I, I think they are very much overestimated in, in what they can do, especially in a very, very poor NFC this year. I think when it comes to the NFC at the moment,
2: it feels very much like who can take advantage of the situation. And the fact that the Eagles have found themselves in a position where they're 6-0, and they're unbeaten, their you know, confidence is high, you look at their schedule, it's not incredibly tough. Yeah, they've got some games where you could argue that maybe it might be a bit close, but at the same time, you would probably favour them. I think that's all you can do. Like, if you're on that side of the, you know, you're in that conference, there's nothing else you can do about it. And all you can do is beat what's in front of you. So I think they are going to put themselves in a position where they are the strongest of the NFC. And if that is the case and that's what happens, they end up at the Super Bowl. And then, okay, yeah, you do end up going up against you know the Bills the Chiefs the Bengals any of these AFC teams which are are incredibly strong but you know the Rams beat the Bengals last year so you know there is a possibility that on that particular day that the Eagles could show something when it comes to Hurts I mean I, I kind of To a certain extent, I agree. You kind of need to be able to throw touchdowns as well as just use your legs. You can't just rely on one specific area. But he has got better. And I I think that it is something that as he progresses through his years in the NFL, he will get better and better. It might not be that he's at the peak of his throwing or passing powers now. But the thing is, is that they're still a very good team. And I think they're gonna have enough to to get certainly to the playoffs and and be and like I say, you look at that schedule, what is there that's stopping them from becoming the number one seed other than injuries to be honest?
0: And we might as well really get onto the point of some of these trade rooms as well, because it, as Robert Quinn got traded and you immediately said, Adam, I thought you were gonna go for Bradley Chubb. Like that would have been that would have made a <laughs> load of sense. Like there's been a lot of that so far because we're drawing it to that date. 1st of November is the the, the trade deadline date. Rumourman is flying about at the minute with so many different players. I mean, Jerry Judy is another player, Bradley Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Chase Claypool. Loads of players are all getting sort of their name thrown about. And it, and it always happens this time of year. Um, Brian, is there any players that you've been hearing about that you've? In particular I thought there may be some stock to that, that they could be on the move.
1: Um, to be honest, Kareem Hunt to anyone, um, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love him at the Bills. I, I think would mm. be unstoppable, you know. But uh, I don't think we'd give up a fourth round pick for him. But Kareem Hunt is a good running back. He has been for the past three years, three four years. He, he has been, but that he's a good running back. But he's not displacing Nick Chubb. He's not. I don't think. I don't think any running back in the league would displace Nick Chubb. Um, and you know, if if the Browns can get a pick out of him, then why wouldn't they go for it? Um, you know, teams in particular that
0: might need a running back. Um, I mean, yeah. we've not actually we've not actually talked on this show about the obvious huge trade that happened. Thinking about it, I'm, I'm sure you chatted about it on Sunday. But but obviously, I'm talking about the Christian McCaffrey trade to San Francisco 49 yeah. As soon as that rumor mill started happening for you, Byron, as a Bills fan, you were really like, "Yep, bought chips all in on the table. Give him a first round pick. Go for it. Just go and go and get him." And uh, that didn't yeah. happen.
1: So. I absolutely would have loved that, especially with the, with the, with the cap hit that they had for the rest of the year. You know, I think mm. it was eight hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. That's mm. pocket change to NFL teams. It's nothing, and especially, and and with if McCaffrey went to the Bills, it's it's just one of those. How do you stop a two-dimensional offense that has one of the best wide receiver calls in the league, arguably, I would argue, the best quarterback in the league, and then one of the best running backs in the league? How how, how do you scheme defense against that? Mm. I know I'm not a fantastic defensive mind. However, I don't think think he can. I'm I'm surprised about the 49ers, and especially they gave up a lot. They gave up a lot, um, given the fact that he's going into a contract year. Um, And and they've always sort of been a, a, a team that has committee backs, and it's always sort of worked for them. You know, Eli Mitchell's out injured, yes, but he's coming back this year. Um, Jeff Wilson he's a, he's a good running back I, I am surprised that the 49ers went all out for him as they did I don't think they'll regret it because of how good of a running back McCaffrey is but I'm I'm very surprised they gave it that much I, I really am Do
0: you think it's almost a low risk scenario for them Adam in that case then because McCaffrey is obviously as we all know very injury prone mm. but when he is on his day he is the best in the league he's so so dynamic but they've had that every year where they've signed a new running back or got someone in and they, it's just always next man up for them. Elijah Mitchell, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson. I mean, Debo has been playing running back a lot of the time as well. Do you think it was a risk worth taking for the 49ers?
2: Yeah, I mean, I it's a lot. I, you know, I will say it, it is a big cost to them. I mean, they've basically taken themselves out of next year's draft. I think they're going to get one. One compensation pick in the third round, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Um, but I kind of see what I do. I mean, there was a lot of talk of him going to the Rams. Uh, that was that was certainly something that's that's been been mentioned, and I think they felt that they needed something in order to be able to push them. You know, that's why they gave up as much as what they did, because mm-hmm. I think the Rams were willing to to give up you know, future picks as they've always done in the last few years. And I, so I think that was why. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, he's, he's a top quality running back. It takes Debo Samuel out of the running back quite as much. There was all that problem due about getting him to sign a contract and how he wanted to be a wide receiver rather than this sort of gadget player all the time. So I suppose it helps with that a little bit. You do wonder about Elijah Mitchell whether he is going to be back quite as quickly as what they had hoped originally. So maybe that's why they've done it as well. You look at their other running backs, Jeff Wilson has been efficient, but not great. Um, Ty Davis Price has picked up injuries, not really done a lot. I I don't know who else they've got, but it's, you know, nothing major. So I kind of get why they went down that route. Um, But yeah, I, I think, I think they, they can sense that they've got a chance of winning the division. You know, this is the thing it's like it, it feels very much every year. It feels like the gamble happens earlier and earlier, where it's like they feel like, yeah, okay, we've got this chance to, to get this division now. And that, you know, the Cardinals aren't really doing that much. The Seahawks are looking okay, but at the same time, they know that there's probably chances that they can beat them. And the Rams just don't look like the Rams from last year at the moment. So I think because of all of that, that's why they've probably gone for it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it, it costs a lot. But I suppose if you're going to make a move like that for a player like that, it is going to cost a lot.
0: And also as well, the the big thing that's been that that's happened with the 49ers to enable them to make these moves was the drafting of Trey Lance and Trey Lance being the future and obviously he's not been not played this year because he's been injured but this has allowed him to have free cap space with McCaffrey I know McCaffrey cap hit now isn't bad but it will be because he won a new contract they've got Debo on contract Kittle Trent Williams Fred Warner these are all big names Byron like is this all gonna Jell and work together is this is this is this what the teams you know teams are going to do i mean if it works off successful this year anyway but the only problem is ham um, praise then goes on to jimmy Garoppolo's shoulders rather than trey lance's shoulders yeah i'm sorry i'm just giggling because i i have my phone
1: next to the laptop and i had a notification from the nfl app and i, I thought maybe something else was happening And it was just an alert that Mac Jones will be the starting QB against the Jets. This (laughs) makes makes me very.
0: The the headline we all wanted to see is Zapper. Is that Zappy or Zapper going (laughs) to
1: start? I don't know. He's a Patriots quarterback. We don't need to worry about it. Um, Yeah, no. It's. I mean, teams. Teams certainly have been over the past couple of years going all in on free agents. you, you look at the Patriots, it didn't work out for them, but the, the Patriots a couple of years ago, well, was it last? Yeah, last season, they brought in all these free agents. Um, I think Bill Belichick was sort of panicking a bit, you know, without, without Tom Brady and realising that, you know, they had to start again with a new quarterback. But these days, general managers of NFL teams are clever enough to work around cap space they can restructure contracts that they can, they can make things happen if they want to make them happen. Um It is a lot of players they need to pay. Yes. But they can make it happen. They can restructure contracts. They can turn things into signing bonuses. Um With McCaffrey, especially next year, he will want to be making top running back money, which is more than it used to be. Um, but you know, like like I say, they they can make these things happen where they let go of a couple of fringe players just to make that a cap space and then you know you you bring up rookies in the draft. Well, if they can, <laughs> depending on how many draft picks they have. It's it's something that I think is at the back of everyone's mind. Yes, cap space, but GMs can GMs can deal with it.
0: No one cares about cap space when they're winning.
1: No, exactly.
0: Yeah, if you win a Super Bowl, you don't care about cap space. I've done. I've done I, you know what? We've done the podcast for a lot for you know a fair few years, and I've come with some real good, just knock out the park sayings this year. I've done really well, really well. Really, I'm really pleased with that one. That that is not as good as you found, You wanted a bit of sauce, and you got the whole bottle. But that's <laughs> still. The best one I've done. You you
1: say that, you text that to me. once. You you text that to me. You say, oh, do you remember on the
0: podcast when I said
1: this? At least three times a week. It's insane.
0: (laughs) You're just pulling away. Don't don't peek behind the curtain of great (laughs) things like this. Um, But obviously, Adam, he was not the only player rumoured to be moving on from the Carolina Panthers. Brian Burns, big Mm. rumours. JC Hall, obviously Bobby Anderson got traded away to the Cardinals. Uh, and then the Denver players as well, Jerry Judy, Bradley Chubb, there's been rumours about them. These teams that had expectation, let's say, at the start of the year, seems to be the rumbling around these teams. The Steelers as well, I'll be honest with you. Chase Claypool's been the big one, which is the big rumour is that he's going to go to the Packers, but the Packers won't give up enough for him. But um, what, 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 what on the rumour mill are you taking in? And- so from
2: what,
0: from what i've sort of read or listened to it,
2: it seems like if denver lose on sunday um then it's clear out time it's clear out time, it, clear out time. <laughs> <laughs> um Brad, bradley chubb is the is the main one mm. um because he's on, he's on a contract year. Mm-hmm. so it looks like bradley chubb is going to be the the main guy to go uh jerry judy is another one who there's been rumors around him. It just depends if anyone's going to go big for a, a wide receiver. I, I mm. don't, I don't really see it myself. Um, but he's another one that they're talking about. Uh, as you said about Steelers and Chase Clay, I, I don't think the Packers will do anything. I think mm. they'll do their normal thing and they won't go for anything. And they'll just stick with what they got and try and piece together some sort of offence, which just isn't really happening at the moment. Um, I, I think I'd be surprised if the Rams don't go for anyone, just purely because mm. the Rams always go for someone. And also, I think that now that McCaffrey has turned up at the 49ers, I, I do think, you know, running back is their weakness at the moment. I think they need to they need to go out and get one of them. And so, you know, the obvious one is Kareem Hunt. You know, he is the obvious mm. one at the moment Who, where there's a lot of chat about him. And so I, I can see that Kareem Hunt is is certainly one that, that might go. Um, but aside from that, I, you know, it, it's always difficult to get some of these trades done mid-season. But it feels like it's getting easier and easier now because these teams are just willing to go all in. But...
1: Yeah, on on a personal level, I'd be very surprised if we did anything. Can I just ask, Adam what what do you think the Rams would be able to give up for Kareem Hunt because they've I've, got nothing really? I mean, ha,
2: have they have they got anything at all? They must have something at some point because
1: it wasn't the new um, the new picks came available, didn't they? As one draft goes. I think they've got three late round picks this Mm. year. I may
0: be very wrong. Mate, when you got Peter Skaronik in your back pocket to deal, (laughs) just slot him away (laughs) (laughs) somewhere. What what a slot. uh,
2: I'm sure they will they will magically find something in order to make it happen. Of of course
0: as well. At this point in the season as well, like obviously your picks move. And at this point, like Some teams could argue, I could give away my first round pick, but looks like it's going to be the 10th pick. But I get this guy in and make a few little movements. That pick could go down to 20, maybe, maybe late teens. And like, well, actually, I'm not bothered about this now, because would we get a starter, a true elite starter in the 18th pick? My argument is, though, now with the hit rate of college players and how good they are, there was at one point an argument with the Rams example, like, you know, trade around first round pick. Well, you weren't ever going to get a Jalen Ramsey in the draft. You wouldn't, but you might get a Pat tan And would I take Pat tan or Jalen Ramsey now? Probably take Pat Sertan, to be honest yeah. with you, because of the years that he can give you, in you know, the years that, he, the years that he's going to give you at a young age and that cap space that you can have from that. So I, I, I can understand why these teams do want to go big for these players. On a personal I'd love to see Brian Burns move. I think he's like a, a really good edge rusher. Um, it'd be cool to see him at a different team. Um, I do think Kareem Hunt at the Bills would work. I think that would definitely work in a in a good situation, especially as well with Nick Chubb being on my fantasy team. That just helps me out. Not that I need any help with that because he seems to be doing great anyway. But um there's a they, other... they
2: they're not they're not gonna draft, they're not gonna trade Brian Burns.
0: Oh, they said they're absolutely not going yeah, to do that. Yeah,
2: they've come out and said they're not going to trade him that they think that he's, like, put the future for them. So it's not, yeah.
0: Well, that's the wise thing. Yeah. That is the responsible thing to do yeah. because he is one of their best players. So, you know, but then they've just traded one of their best players. So, but then again, McCaffrey's been way Running more, back more than back Burns. Them. Yeah, 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 exactly, of course. Um, Another rumour that has been circling around the internet and – I haven't mentioned this at all, even before we were talking prior, but it does involve one of one of that one of you so quite heavily, so you can bring something to it, and know, and it will and it will make another person give off a lot of opinion. Is there is a huge rumour around that a certain duo of quarterbacks are looking a bit past it, and one certain legend. It is about your quarterback it's not about the king that is Josh Allen. Not about Josh um, <laughs> Allen. It's not about Josh Allen. He is not. He is not. Absolutely him. not. But a certain Tom Brady in Tampa who lost against the Steelers and a certain Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay have not liked their, looked like their old selves this year so far. And... I mean, Adam, I'll go to you first because it, it's been like all over every social media I've been on where it's like, they're past it, they're done. And then it's like, do you think they're past it or done? And, or, you know, remember they're so great and stuff like that. Do you think, because they were both, there was both a lot about them in the off season. I think that's what makes it a bit more of a topic of conversation. Aaron Rodgers, was it he was going to leave? Was he going to get traded to Denver? That was such the hype. Brady, retiring, unretiring, seems to have a it seems to be in his social, well, in his in home life, it seems to be crumbling apart because he didn't retire, it, apparently. Anyway, I don't really read that too much into that. Um, Aaron joins back the team, but loses his best guy, really, Devonte Adams. I mean, what's going on with these two? Is this are, are we being just a bit hard? I mean, they are greats of the game. They are going to go, go down as two of the greatest to ever play. I'm not denying that for a second. Before people come out and have a massive go at anyone about that, but what's your what's your stance on this?
2: I think it's um there's kind of it's it's a strange one. There's two different situations really. I, I think mm. when it comes to Brady, I I don't quite know. I, I think he's probably not quite. I don't know. It's, it's a very strange one. You you've got because the weapons are there. That's what's mm. so bizarre with Brady. That's why it doesn't make a lot of sense. And that's why <laughs> I feel like Eventually, it will come good. I I, I think it will with him. I mean, it it might be you're not going to see him win the NFC, but that that division as well, where they are in that division, I think it's it's they're still top of it. And I think that eventually, I can I can see it coming well. And I think he's got enough weapons around him in order for it to work.
0: Unfortunately, and for for the last two years, sorry, sorry, and for the last two years, they have started badly. Yeah, they've started most yeah, time, and they've been like elite by the end of, end of the season. Well, not end of the season Super Bowl, but by the end of the regular season.
2: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it's really that awful for them. Um, mm-hmm. That they're stuttering around, they're struggling a bit on the offense, but the, the defense. I mean, I remember that first year that Brady was there. They offensively, they were very good, but they weren't that great last year. Not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they did okay, but they weren't brilliant. It was the defense that was getting them along a lot of places. so I think it's just that look, he's another year older. there's a lot of personal question marks for him now regarding his personal life. I think really it all affects it, and you know he's been given a massive contract by Fox. I think we'll we'll probably see him in the in the studio next year. So I think because of that, that's, that's why. When it comes to Rogers, I, it, it's just a, I, I don't think it's necessarily the same, but there was one thing that I said at the, in one of the previews that I did long you know off season, I don't know if winning a ring means as much to him anymore. He doesn't come across as the same guy that he was. Like as a just, just generally, he seems he much more chilled out than what he used for. to be. Sorry. What do you think he's doing it for? I think the fifty million dollar contract might have helped him decide to come <laughs> for another company.
1: <laughs> if he stayed with the Giselle, he would have had a lot more than fifty million.
2: Oh no, that no, Brady. Yeah. Oh no, I think Brady. I think mm. Brady's just there because he loves doing it. But I think Rogers. I'm not. I'm not quite so sure. I. I don't think that the ring is necessarily the most important thing with Rogers. I think if he was to play okay and they have a good go, and if they don't win it, then we don't win it. Kind of thing. I, I do feel like there is that sort of element to Aaron Rodgers now. He's not the same guy that he was about five years ago. He. he despite the fact that you see him on the on the field, that. There is the anger there because it's not working. But he, he's kind of like, I don't know, I just don't feel that he's necessarily 100% everything is this now. I think he thinks that there's more to life.
1: But but as, as a Packers fan, would you? I know Rogers has been a great servant to the Packers, but surely if he's not 100% there, I want to win a ring, surely would be better off without him.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you want me to tell you what I think? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think I we do. should have traded him. I said, mm. I said in the off season that that was it. That was the window. The window was over, mm. and that we should have traded him. And I I made that pretty clear. Like whenever we did stuff during the during the off season, I think our time was was done. You you can only have so long. Trying to be a Super Bowl winner. There's only so many years you can do it. We had uh, 2019, 2020, 2021, and yeah. we got to two NFC Championship games and one uh, one conference, you know, game. And yeah. in the plus, and and that was it. You you can't extend it. And when you start extending it in the way that they have, you end up going down this slippery slope. And that's that's where we now are. Where there's mm. there's nothing you can do. I don't think Rogers is the problem with this team so much because there are a million problems with this team. <laughs> there, there, are, there isn't one problem, and that's why it's a nightmare to work out. I mean, if you want me to go through them, I'll gladly tell you
0: about <laughs> how we're absolute trash at the moment. I think one of the key things for him is... And Brady was like this as well to a certain extent in New England. he likes having the boys he likes having his boys, and his boys the last few years have been Devonte Adams and Aaron Jones they've been his boys he's got the receiver that he loves he's got and then he's got and then he's got Bakhtiari on his left, yeah. Like, it, it's all you need. I need my good running back. I need the guy to protect me. I need the guy to get the ball to us. All I need. I've got my boys and I can trust them. We can be, beat anyone with this because I trust my defense as well because he's got some good players. Same with Brady to the extent with people like Edelman, Gronk. But at the same time, Ed, Brady didn't mind the rotating door of Bill Belichick's world of next player up, next player up, next player up. And then he went to the books and it was like, it sort of became a little bit next player up, but he still had his boys in it Chris Godwin, Evans. He got Gronkin. in. He's still had his lads, Leonard Fournette yeah. came in. He's got his lads around him. And then Rogers loses all of his boys this year, apart from apart, from, I mean, well, let's say all of his boys, he loses Devontae Adams, but he's still got Aaron Jones. But then there's the expectation we've got to use AJ Dillon as well. Now, I'm not sure how, I, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones appear to have a fantastic relationship. I've never really seen Rogers and Dillon doing that much together. And then back to he's been injured for quite a bit of this year. So he loses the confidence at the left tackle position for me to be protected. He's lost his confidence in the wide receiver position because he doesn't trust any of the wide receivers going. Even though I think a lot of them do deserve that. I think Lazard is a very good player on his day. I mean, Romeo, set an argument, Dobbs or Dubbs? I know there's like a big thing about it. It's Dubbs. His real real name is Dobbs. But didn't someone just call him dubs the whole time and he was like, my name's just dubs now, or something like that?
1: No, I, I, oh, okay. I, I would look at it and I would say dubs. Oh, because yeah, no, D-O- I know
0: how you would like, I agree.
1: Also, well, it
0: is spelled D O O U B S. Yeah, but D-O-U-B-S, at the beginning D-O-U-B-S, of the season,
2: yeah. he came out and said it's Dobbs.
0: But, oh, I no, mean, God. he might have changed it. <laughs> I, I felt like someone said, I felt like he said, like, something about, like, it is Dobbs, but everyone just keeps calling me dubs, so I'm just going with it, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Romeo, I Rome, yeah, so Romeo. Romeo. <laughs> uh, is He's a... Robert Tunyon, I, I, again, is quite a, a top tight end, I think, on on his day. But his day doesn't come very often, unfortunately. And I, I, I don't... I think, yeah, he likes... Aaron likes to live in Aaron's world. And when Aaron's world isn't quite yeah. shaking around a little bit and there's a bit of disturbance, he gets very, very irrational, irritated very quickly, I think. And Brady has done the same this year. Brady's from iPads and stuff like that. And, and I don't, I do hate this subscription to like, well, when Brady does it, it's passion. But then when another quarterback does it, it's them being an idiot. Well, no, when you've won six rings, you have a bit of a right to get angry and to, ha- and, to and to have that quote-unquote quite passion. When you are, you know, when you're coming off and you've made yourself quite well-known in the media, that you are a bit aloof, and when you don't have a go, people say, oh, you're just angry. Well, no, it doesn't look passionate because you've set a precedent of what you are like already. Yeah. Brady's president for years was winner because he didn't talk to the media. That was the Patriot way. They didn't talk to the media. They didn't do all that. They just bloody won. So that so that was passionate. But Rogers has, in his own right, and, is, and either way is fine if you want to be that guy, but has been in the spotlight. He goes on Pat McAfee's show all the time. He's always in the media. He's, he's you know, been single and everything like that. And, you know, he's had a, a bit of a door, girlfriends and things like that. Has done things like should have been at training camp, was in abroad with friends and stuff like that. Like you set that precedent for yourself. Now, I'm not saying that's the same for every quarterback. I do agree some quarterbacks where we jump on too quick and you're like, you know, we're, we're not in their scenario. They are passionate. They, they clearly love the play of the game. But it it's just, I, I just think they're almost so polar opposites in quarterback play in, 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 in how they are and in, and in teams for this for all these years and everyone, no one likes greatness to end and they have both been great but there is a time where it it it, it sounds awful because I don't believe it's about them but it does become a time where it just becomes sad and also it does become a time where you've got to say as an organisation we need to think ahead I said that about Steelers with, with Big Ben it just got sad and we didn't think ahead and Adam is completely correct. Green Bay had their window this year. They have teams on the market. Denver, Nathaniel Hackett's there. Like everything was set up for it. You could have rocked with Jordan Look, At least, at least. well, I, I consider Adam a clever fan, but I feel like most Green Bay fans have, do know what it's all about. They are very passionate about their team. But you could have taken a crap year if it meant a good draft pick, a start again, a fresh, we can afford to extend Jair we can keep a few guys in like Devondre. um Roger Campbell's your linebacker right yeah players plays yeah. like that uh, extend Aaron Jones keep you okay know, AJ to keep them as a tandem game because it works really well keep you know strengthening the O-line and all right Jordan look it might not work with Jordan Love at all but there's so much more coming and again with quarterbacks, contracts are going up and stuff like that they could have just it could it, could, it was you like you said the window was there and I think the organization was just too afraid to take it because of what yeah. Happened. I mean,
2: I, I I think it was the easy option. You know, you, you keep you keep Rogers, don't you? That is mm. the easy option. So it's like that. It's just it's just the obvious thing. It's like oh well, you know, he's still. It's difficult to trade away a two-time MVP in the of last course, two years. So I I completely understand the sort of mm. like the logic of oh well, let's keep him here, just do it again. Mm. You know that that's probably what the theory was, but I mean, he's not he's not the one that's completely to blame for
0: everything. Oh well, no, I, I
2: again, no, injury. I don't, I don't believe that either. Yeah, I don't think but, he's awful at all. But he's not helping. Mm. He really isn't helping. There's like you know, there's there's lots of throws that are inaccurate. I know he's got this thumb injury, so you have to kind of take that into account. But there is a lot of inaccuracy compared to what he he was in the last couple of years, and. You know, I mean, he's shouting, he's shouting at these receivers who are rookies, and he's kind of like having a go at them. And he's having a go at Lafleur on the sidelines, screaming, What are we doing? And it's like, Well, you've just thrown it at Romeo Dobbs' feet. So, mm. you know, I mean, what, what do you expect to happen? Mm. But there's loads of problems, there really are. And, and it's not just him, but he really isn't helping. And unfortunately, I, I feel that we've missed our window to trade away and get a hell of a lot for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And we've sort of like carried on down this route, which is just going to bring more pain for the next few years.
0: Well, it looks like Luna Byron's dog is trying to drag him graciously away from the podcast. Stop. <laughs> well, she I can't jump d- down there. I cannot deny a dog's love for, you know so i'm gonna get us all wrapped up here um adam byron thank you for coming on if you guys want to check out any more nfl content go watch go sorry go not watch go read some of the off-grid nfl website they've got some fantastic articles on there probably some articles to do with some trade rooms as well which i have seen pop up from our friend johnny and his uh his gang over there so go check out off-grid nfl check out gareth who we checked uh, who we spoke about earlier he's got some fantastic interviews on there with an xfl player hopefully there's going to be some xfl Pods coming to you in the off season, which should be good fun. Thursday night fantasy football, no Sunday preview show this week because some of us, not all of us, will be at the sin- Sunday game. So make sure you chat to us there. Adam, what are you going to close out? The uh, preview shows on Saturday. Ah, okay. So there is going to be a preview show. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I was bringing, bringing problems, Adam brought solutions. That's why we've missed him so much. He's a guy who knows how to solve problems. Exactly. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for watching us. Enjoy your week and enjoy the the game. If you see us there, make sure you come and say hello to us. We'll be more than happy to chat NFL. But until then, have a good rest of your week.